my spidey senses tingling. Hello. Bitten by a radioactive troll during a high school trip, he's now your friendly neighborhood slim the host of the Paper Keg Podcast, episode 178. Welcome to Biggest Show Ever. Yidge. Uh, Paper Keg, where three friends who are also fathers talk about the books that they've read. And on a special occasion, they just talk about one book the whole show. The entire series of one book in particular. The Brothers... Luna, the sword, really big show. Thanks for tuning in. You know, if this is your first time. Don't adjust the brightness levels on your YouTube app uh, as we look at our first host, voted least favorite host, 178 episodes running. Of all time. All time votes. He's a writer. So right off the bat, you're checking the show out. Who are these dopes? This guy's the real Dill. Jonesy loves beer. Welcome to the show. Man, Dillagaff. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is a prestigious honor to be here with uh, the host with the most and her husband. Yeah. Uh, what a wonderful <laughs> night. Didn't even introduce her yet. Now you just blew it. The whole thing, the whole intro is blown. I, I blow over. my intro wad every week, baby. It's <laughs> an appalling statement. I might have to edit that out. <laughs> Jesus. I think I heard that in the uh, trailer of Taboo. <laughs> <laughs> I ripped off my uh, grandfather's VHS collection. <laughs> Dan underscore A. He's been ripping off uh, adult VHS tapes since he was a youth. Uh, he's a father. He's he's our VP of merch. If you see a post on our Facebook, it's Dale underscore A in action. He's putting his his social team together. Welcome back, Dale. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it feels. It just feels so good to be back. You know, it's it's been twelve hours since our last episode, <laughs> and uh, you know, one of the biggest book club apps we've ever done. According Akira, to so. who? Well, you know, if you look at the numbers, Jonesy doesn't have access to those numbers, so he Thank can God, just ignore right? that comment. That guy's a dope. Oh, here we go. He's coming in hard right off the bat. Coming in hot. Listen, we all we all remember what happened last show. Jonesy, there was troll chum in the water, I, and Jonesy never out. stood a chance. I bowed out. It's all right. If you listen to the last 30 minutes of that show, Jonesy said two words the entire <laughs> last 30 minutes. But uh, it's a pleasure to have everybody here, and it's a special show for another reason outside of the sword. My, for the first time in show history, we have a... Uh, host wife mm. on the a show paper a paper wife paper wife I'm not sure if that that could be uh, insulting or sexist but how, how so at Nimidity, my wife welcome to the show thanks for inviting me uh, after I awkwardly invited myself kind of through email surprise more people haven't done that because it worked <laughs> all it takes is one email that's it and yeah. you get on the show Brad Heitmeyer is kicking himself right now <laughs> in Toronto <laughs> So you, you know, there's an interesting story behind it because you hated comic books. You hated me for the longest time during our marriage. And then you started to get into it. And the sword was something you read like a month ago or so. And you liked it. True. Very true. I didn't hate comics. But when Spoilers. you push something on someone very hard, mm-hmm. it gets a little old. <laughs> <laughs> so don't try that approach with your wives. It's not going to work. It, it only takes five years of pushing That's hard. It. And then it works out in the end, hopefully. <laughs> so this is the first time you've ever even... Anyone, any wife has been on the show. We've had Mrs. Beef. Mm-hmm. We've had Beth Corto. Yep. And uh, I think that's it. That's for it for females. females. 
Yeah. Third ever. It's pretty good. I mean, it's good numbers. That's what that's almost what fifty percent man to woman ratio, maybe sixty forty. I think that that was the ratio in Taboo as well on VHS. Well, you know, that's <laughs> once the circle is complete. <laughs> The man-woman circle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the sword. So you. This will be the second time you would have read it in preparation for the show. And there's also a, a good story behind the sword as well because we did the first volume way back on was it Paper Cake Proper or the Comics Podcast? It was Paper Cake. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Mm. And there was one host I that, that really. <laughs> you knew that specifically because this first volume revolted you you had down very strong very strong feelings and i'm so excited to hear what you thought oh boy well yeah I, that was um you know it was a different dale obviously yeah that was uh, me yucking it up shock 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 jock you could uh you know i just wanted to take a toothpick and just start picking out each individual tooth <laughs> of each individual head <laughs> it's it's so it's so <laughs> much spoilers. easier it's so much easier when the sword cuts off the top of the head with like a hot knife through butter. You just get right right to the back of the teeth there. But uh, that's yeah, so spoilers. So I'm I'm kinda glad I went back to read it and um you know, we'll see. It's the whole series. Rucka style. Yeah. Twenty four issues, four trades, four arcs, if you will. And uh maybe we should just get into it right now. We got a long night ahead of us. Long night, my word. That the won't it'll it will mean something maybe when this show is out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm alluding to something that no one will care about, but <laughs> somebody cares. Let's just shut the show off. <laughs> I'll uh, tap you when we're ready, <laughs> Jonesy. Do you want to get into the synopsis for the Luna Brothers, The Sword? Now I have a prepared synopsis, but. Uh, you know, being the men in the nitties, uh, first uh, appearance on the show, uh, no pressure. Would you like to synopsize the book? I wouldn't want to take away the only thing you do on the show, Jen. Oh, oh <laughs> snap. So you go ahead and do uh, that. Thank you, though. God, I'm terrible. <laughs> Thank you for pointing it out. Yeah. All right. You're going to need a bigger go. boat, Jonesy. Yeah, I'm going to need a bigger <laughs> stash of tissues to cry into as we progress in the show. All right, so I guess uh, here we are at the only thing I do right on this show, and that's tell you what a book is about. Uh, the Sword is a fantasy epic, uh, if you will, and it, it tells the tale of Dara, and she is the daughter of a millennia-old superpower being called Demetrios. You see, there is this island called Crete, Crete, as I like to call it. <coughs> And uh, on this island, there are four superpower beings that represent the elements. Air, uh, water, fire, and earth. And they together create the sword. This uh, artifact, this great magical talisman that imbues the wielder with supernatural powers. And, you know, skip to modern day era. Where somebody's furiously typing on a Mac. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if they can. I'm just going to stop then. <laughs> and uh, uh, that working. troll aside, I'm sure it's a troll against me. Not that there's, you know, my fragile psyche is already in pieces. Like crazy <laughs> after the, uh, the members of the sword family get involved. But anyhow, uh, in the, the modern era, uh, Dara is our heroine. And she is the daughter of Demetrius, this kind of uh, ancient warrior that keeps the bad guys in check. And she discovers a sword and heals her uh, for being a uh, functional paraplegic. Uh, probably somebody that Dale would chastise for being in that condition. Oh and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he has pulled the knives out. <laughs> Uh, Dara, you know, goes on a mission of revenge. Her family is killed uh, by these um, terrible creatures. And Dara goes through a long, contrived um, mission of revenge where she uses the sword's power to uh, possibly defeat 
all of them. And maybe there's a twist ending. <laughs> um, it is a long-spanning revenge story a la Kill Bill, but with a much more comic book and supernatural twist. And you have the sword. Hmm. Was it okay, Nimity? Should I just, you know, yeah, was, all, eat great. my own S and die? Is that the prescription? It was perfect. It's, you do what you do. That was great. <laughs> So 24 issues, and it was broke up into four arcs. I think it came out in 2008. And every time I talk about this book, um, I thought it was it came out like way too early. Like I, I always say that if it came out today in the current status of Image Comics, I feel like it would be a big hit. But And so obviously I loved it, uh, the second read-through. I think it's a great revenge story that has a character that I think a lot of people can relate to, even though the storyline is so fantastical, but I think it's still grounded in reality. Um, Jonesy, had you finished the whole thing before this episode? Yes, I actually read, I believe the entire story was available uh, when we did it the first time, so I read it uh, top to bottom then, and I was happy to realize that I had forgotten most of it when I read it this time because there were still twists and turns and surprises left for me in this reading. So this is my second reading, but it had been so long that it felt very fresh. And the amount of teeth in their head did nothing to, you know, do otherwise for my enjoyment. Reading reading where you guys did, if, you, if, if uh, he didn't tell me to keep reading, I would have stopped. Yes. Really? Really. I would not Why? have kept reading. I, I didn't like it. What was it about the first volume that turned you off so badly? Um, I don't I don't know. I just, there wasn't enough there for me. It was just kind of, I mean, the first issue was awesome. And it's funny, I was taking notes while um, getting ready for the show. And my note for issue one was just. <laughs> the only one. Cheesy, happy family turns to dead family like <laughs> just so much happened in the first one and then i don't know after that it just kind of slowed down and the way that they write the conversations they're just very long-winded they're very yeah drawn who talks out. like that yeah but i i will agree with you on this point that i didn't even care about the family at all until probably like the last two issues yeah me too like there, there isn't flashbacks about why you should give an s about this family until like issue 23. Yeah. And then Dara has these big, long, drawn-out flashbacks. And you're like, oh, well, I guess they're good people. Yeah. I mean, you don't even know who Demetrios is until like issue 20. Well. <clears throat> as the, a person. Well, the rev- I mean, technically, the it's quite spattered throughout. Like the pacing is it, as soon as she's getting ready to kill one of the siblings, like half of the Spoilers. arc is... <laughs> Is her flashing back to the family. Right. Yeah, it's all timed when she's fighting the person that killed that member of the family. Um, but Amanda, I'm, kinda, I'm glad you said that because I felt the same exact way um, reading it. I was just, there, the first issue was great. It was gory. Like it was uh, Last House on the Left type craziness that I couldn't even believe. So, But after that, it was just kind of like... Everything was a little too convenient, and you know yeah. the sword. Sword was a hot knife through butter, mm-hmm. just cutting, cutting heads off. Mm-hmm. I mean, when all of that went down, and her first reaction was, "We better go get the sword." That would not have been what I would uh, have thought to do at all. It just completely you're right, completely. very convenient. And then yeah. she just like spoilers kills all those guys that are coming after her. Whoa! <laughs> but I thought I thought that was. Uh, I I felt like I loved the whole the whole ride. So there wasn't a point where like volume one ended on such a lackluster note. Like I wanted to keep going. So for Dale, you didn't like the first volume and the various ways that teeth individual <coughs> teeth were drawn. And every like it's a very realistic style of artwork. No, here's okay, here's what really bothered me about the art. I don't know oh. if they <laughs> I don't know if they took like a photography class or had to do lighting or whatever. But I noticed it at the funeral when they were outside where there's ambient light. But he drew Rembrandt lighting, which is like when there's one. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I can I interrupt you and an say there is a level of class that you are bringing to this episode <laughs> that uh, we cannot hope to live up to for the rest of our run. Thanks, thanks so, a lot. So Dale, what did you think? Of... Can I finish my oh, Rembrandt? Yeah, writing? I guess. Okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. She let somebody get him. Get him. <laughs> So they're outside where there's ambient light. There's plenty of light. And Rembrandt lighting is when there's one source of light that's hitting dramatically on the side of the face. And Mm. they're on the opposite side. There's an upside down triangle of light. And it's just like he tried too much to like add all this extra weirdo lighting. And that that really bothered me in the first part, too. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Get in there. Well, because you're a constant inner source of Rembrandt light, Jonesy. You're just <laughs> radiating. Jonesy Actually, like my forehead it looks right like now. a sun. Yeah. Uh, if I'm allowed to speak, I yeah. would love no, to can. ask uh, Dale what he thought of volume two through four, since this was a hardship for Dale to succumb and allow this kind of reading to take place. If you could have seen the like post-episode discussions where we talk about actually doing the sword and Dale's like, okay, okay, you guys, okay, you guys, that's think, okay, fine. I don't think that happened. Much like the uh, <laughs> the flashbacks <laughs> wait into the last two issues of this book, <laughs> Jonesy's just taught. Jonesy's just right now. There's always moments in Jonesy's synopsis where you just have to make like a mental note to, all right, well, I have to remember that because that's incorrect. And then <laughs> come back, we have to Get talk about that scene. You are incorrect it's like the, the, in your the summation. section in th- in Three Shadows, where you talked about how they had three kids the whole time, and they just <laughs> right. didn't show right. the other two girls All for right. the first two hundred ninety nine uh, pages. Agree, it was a incorrect statement. Okay, but not on purpose. The it was there was a lot of baggage going into this read for me because I knew I knew what I felt previous because you know the, obviously the teeth thing. And the sword, <laughs> the sword, and the hot knife through butter. But then everything else that and you know everybody said, I said, which I completely believe. But there was that going in, and then there was just me wanting more out of it this time around, looking at it with a more critiquing eye rather than just a, a you know a co- comedian's yuck fest of it. But I had this kind of grin on my face, like this essening grin, like it. I I after reading all of the issues I liked the idea of the story it was really fantastical I like how she was really hell-bent on getting revenge and hunting down the three siblings that were remaining alive but I it was just more of the same as far as story goes in the last three volumes of the the book for me Mm. um and it, it was, I mean, it's so weird because I feel like I, I'm summarizing the whole book in the first five minutes of the show, but it's, and I had a, I remember having a problem in the first arc we did and I, when I was saying it's just all too convenient and I remember a couple people said, well, it's convenient, but it's because there's a twist and you have to read the whole thing to get that, you know, it's convenient, but it's kind of twisty at the end. So it all works out, but it's still... Like, twist aside, it's all just too convenient. The the What she's thinking, like wh- what Amanda said, she's got to get to the sword right away. The I mean, the, the funeral bloodbath, 30 people are murdered, and she's like got to hijack Jacob's car, and it's like, oh, God, get me to the lake. I, this is where I need to be. Like, you wouldn't go completely insane. You wouldn't go completely insane after your family is murdered in front of you. Yeah, Hills have eye friend, style. Your best friend is shot, and the first thing you'd think to not a hospital. Like she wanted to go, but she's like, "No, we'll get the sword. It'll heal you. I, I know it'll definitely heal you." Yeah, it's like that's you're not thinking that. I don't know, and it's I don't know. It's and that's where it starts, and it's just all snowballs from there. I'm gonna quote Gentleman Mark Farrington right now when I say, "Story by numbers." <laughs> Yeah, possibly Mark Farrington, uh, you know, left that sentence for us to use when needed. And I will say story by numbers. It's, you know, just the bloodbath that ensues at the funeral, the, when she's at the lake and she starts slicing heads halfway off their bodies, and then the cops come, like, shoot her. 
shoot her if you have to. She's got a sword, though. You don't just cocktails just often walk up to some woman with like a four foot sword. But even if they did, she was deflecting the bullets because she somehow magically knew how to do that. Reflex. You're holding a mystical sword, and someone shoots you. (laughs) Your instincts take over, and the sword helps. Yeah. Okay. Duh. (laughs) You ever held a mystical sword before? No, I haven't. Have you, you? dummy? (laughs) But like, even from. Uh, the, the island of Crete, the four siblings reveal Crete. themselves because the stadium's making too much noise. They come down because they're cranky at the neighbors for making too much noise. That, uh, Could that you guys one, please calm down in here? That, I mean, their mother did just die. That one felt like it was fable-ish. You know, the way, even though there's a, you know, the Jake, is it Jason or Jacob or Joshua? Jay. Justin? I'll just call him Jay. <laughs> I don't. I don't really even know if it's Justin. I don't think it it's is. Justin. Face so Jay. Justin. Jay tells this story about how the townspeople that just kicked the children's mother out of the town because she was probably possibly a witch. The kids come down from the mountain as they're having this big party and say they're being too loud. That one felt like a fable, like you know, oh, they're making so much noise and the people on the mountain come down. Like yeah. that story sounds fable-ish, but- even though it's allegedly real. Like well, I, when I understand they flashback to the mountain dude, the earth guy, uh, not Zach Gross. Who's the other one? Gnosis. Is that how you say Gnosos. his name? Gnosis. Gnosos. Being like, pretty much their mother had died. They were all kind of without direction. And I feel like that was the only thing they had to latch on to, to go explore. Well, plus, Remember, I mean, he was the man of faith and he didn't want to go down. And his brothers and sister had to convince him to go down. Remember that part? Plus, the story is coming from Jay. You have to Justin. understand Jay. the source of Justin the story Jay. to begin with. So all of that stuff is, you know, suspect. That was a wicked serial reference. This, the, but the twist. Don't forget the twist at the end. I, I mean, I think, I, think, I think it's safe to talk about the twist right at this moment. We'll just tell people to fast forward like five minutes. But <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't listen to a show of a book if they haven't read it. Yeah. And it's from, and it's from 2008. So the, in turn, can you get on that? Is that... Uh, she she battles through all the siblings, and each arc is her search and discovery of the sibling, which, I mean, her finding all three, I guess maybe the first two, have to be like the luckiest turn of events ever wow. as you read it. Right. And then afterward, it starts to piece together how easily she found them. But she battles the the sister... And the sister reveals that she had she had been sleeping with her father for thousands of years, and they do battle, and she succeeds. And then at the top of the mountain, it's revealed that Jay Justin is the other sibling, and he's been in waiting this whole time to help her kill off the siblings. And I I I just remember loving that reveal, and it was it's actually not even. A huge piece of the story it's the last bit it's the last issue and it only lasts a few pages he tells his story and then he's done but that that you didn't see coming five eight issues before i you know i don't remember seeing it coming the first time i read it this like, was the second time i read it so i knew everything about it in the third or fourth arc dara's like oh justin i'm getting ready to uh, jump out of this plane onto this mountain maybe you should go with my friend and she, no no i'll stick with you i like the army colonel and i don't know like army colonel's going to put dara in charge dara we were wrong about like it just like i think of that and then i go back to five pages before and it's like she's oh you know what we were wrong about dara like all this time we were wrong because she just ripped out dara's womb on national television <laughs> live television and then kicked that was my she favorite. like kicked it yeah, I remember she you stomped on it. Like, she must be an animal, even though we asked her to hunt Dara down. And basically, she should be able to do what she wants with her. She's a real animal. I love that Dara got into their mind, like, before they, before she killed them. Like, I don't remember yeah. if she did it in the first arc, but with the second one that she killed. Um, the sister. Earth. Uh, no, Earth. No, the yeah. Earth. Uh, what did she? What did she say to him? I don't. I don't remember what she said to, to Earth, but Air when when she um, when she was saying that uh, like I will. Damn it. <laughs> Where are your notes at? <laughs> oh no, 
Um, she's like, uh, I'll kill. Oh, I'll give you a quick death if you go ahead and admit that I'm powerful. And I was like, well, yeah, you're powerful, but you're definitely not a god because oh, you yeah. can take life away, but you can't give it. Mm. And it like really mm. made her angry. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, now you can't either. Rips out her womb and stomps on it. Pretty BA. <laughs> it, w- it was. Yeah. Very BA. Some of the dialogue and the interaction of Dara actually hunting down the siblings yeah. were really, I really liked that. And I, and I liked the story, the ambition and the storytelling, but just the way they got there was just all too, con- too like, plot. Dr- and, and we talk about it before, but like old timey comics will just think about what they need to do to kind of inner monologue the, the reader along for mm-hmm. the trip. But it's just like the plot was just too convenient at times. It did like like when they go to Mexico. She just arrives in Mexico. The first period, like she just starts attacking some Mexican drug lords, and that's where Nosos is living. Like how that was, and the it one took was, them twenty yeah. minutes to take the ferry from the Bahamas to Mexico. That this all happens in the span of two days. This story, like, there's no time. They they take the cargo plane to Crete from New York City, and they're there they, they, like a, a, two hours later. I don't know where Crete. At Crete, I'm assuming is like Greece or some. I, I don't know. I'm going to try. Jonesy is the expert, judging by that pronunciation. Yeah. though. Crete. There was some certain. Italian there was there were some liberties taken, but I I remember rereading that scene specifically where they stumble upon the drug lord out of nowhere. But then later mm-hmm. in the final issue. Jay Justin reveals that he <laughs> nudged her in certain directions, and they show him doing that, like with um, wa- uh, water. He's like, "Oh, well, let's go relax in that restaurant over there." Like he knew where the brother would be in certain areas, and I can't remember if they showed a reveal for that scene as well when they when they got to Mexico, because that one would have definitely needed a nudge from Justin at some point, because there's no way they just go to Mexico and in they five did. minutes they talked about the temples. And then they narrowed it down to one of the temples, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they said where he's like, uh, where he built temples and mm-hmm. he's a super yeah. pharmacist. He, he, he plays pharmacist. Yeah. So they're like, oh, pharmacy equals meth. Oh, I, meth equals Mexico. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, that's the big reveal they wanted to save for the last issue. That Like they're leaving all this, this easy plot because they're like, we're going to tie it up in the last issue with Phaistos crawling around like a spider creeper outside their window of the house. Like, it's just like, and we're going to knock them. Like, the reader's going to be blown away by this. But it's just like, oh, it's just him. He's been stalking the three siblings this entire time. Like, that's the big, that's I, I the big know. reveal. I don't know, Dale. I, I, I know you want to just S all over My weenus it, but... just deflated like... <laughs> Like some sort of tube balloon. What about what about the story that he told about how he was still alive as he went underground in his own fire, and he ne- and he was in the molten core of the planet, and, and he, he had took to him two thousand years was, to climb out. I really I thought that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that and was he good. was the most patient person on the planet because it had taken him two. Yeah, it took him two thousand years, so. so he he changed his character entirely and was now someone that could wait. In patient, mm-hmm. he had patience. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. So, so some god spending two thousand years kicking off the core of the earth, Dale. That's okay for you, but not, not anything else. Yeah, no, that was actually fine with like the way it was described and the way. <laughs> I can just accept that he's a fire god who you know got kicked down to the <laughs> core of the earth. Like that's better than. Then someone leading, then the other god leading them along to defeat so that he can Yeah, like then... him catfishing this Justin character. <laughs> like, oh, the, oh That's you know what? too no, over the top. Right, something that happens in real life, catfishing. That's too <laughs> well, we're t- Don't forget, we're talking about comics here. So, I mean, come on. So, like... The, she has turned her eye to you, my friend. But when she's, Enjoy. But when he's describing, like, he, when he opens his eyes, all he sees is white, so he doesn't even know if he's just a conscience speaking and stuff like that. I like that stuff. That was pretty cool. But not going to Mexico and finding the drug lord in five minutes. That's where he draws the okay. line. Let's just get that out of the way now. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah. I di- oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Well, he's a chuckle hut the t- whole time. Oh, no, so just through a uh, a landmass the size of a small country that landed on top of a football field. Let's make a joke about how you've had a rough day. 
<laughs> let's ha- let's make a joke about how you have to eat junk food and live in thrift clothes. Cue to forty five thousand people being murdered under a big rock. Like the the contrast between his like jokes of the day between like because he has to live dirty and the absolute gore and murder of tens of thousands of people in the course of the book was just like it, that, that's it's like let's, we got to get a joke in here. Josh Luna, how do you feel about? I don't know. I don't know Jim Luna. Let's. Uh, I don't know. Well, Let's did, write something funny. Didn't you kind of feel that that illustrated just how out of touch he was, even when he was taking on the guise of a human? Man, you're d- that he could only play act it. Something he saw on TV, he couldn't really be a real person. That's, you're just trying to. You're just apologizing for. <laughs> well, I'm a sword apologist at this point. For the Chuckle Huts, Chuckle Hut uh, Lunas. I'm just so happy not to be trolled this very moment. I'll say whatever I need to. Like, okay, so I'm, I screenshot a page because I was just on a tear. But they wit- <laughs> they witnessed the drug deal, okay, in Mexico. They're like, we should follow him because, you know what, he's probably going to lead us to Nosos. You know, because Nosos is a meth guy. This, they're probably dealing meth. They could be dealing something else. But let, let, me, let me find the thing here. Let me get my iPad up, my GD Please face do. right here. One of my favorite scenes what took place in this in this storyline is when her jaw gets knocked off her face. Yes, amazing. Also, I thought the touches where that her body disgusting. started. To... How about her? Tooth? I love. How about each page... individual tooth when she <laughs> yank when her jaw gets yanked off of her head? When she's got the sword in one hand, her jaw's on the ground, and her fist is in the back of the the drug lord's head. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I love. I <laughs> love how her... she gets caught. Yeah, her body starts to heal. Like her legs get chopped off in one book and they start to heal the nubs and she has to rip off the now like healing skin to attach her legs i thought that was really cool that bothered me too that she wasn't then in shorts for the rest of the book because her oh yeah that's right that's right i don't even think of that luna's shut it down do you so justin's like do you really think we're going to track nosos down just by following some two-bit dealer i mean if it was that easy why don't the cops here just do this up next panel cop getting paid off by the drug guy like how there convenient! There's a there you there's go. Well, he already happen. knew. That, that doesn't happen. He already knew because he'd been watching them for centuries or millennia. Right. So the stage Remember? was set where he would knew the drug deal was going to happen, and there was La Policia there, getting ready to get paid off because they're dirty cops. Like it's all. It's just but if he's been if he's been watching them for so long, it's kind of like a Groundhog Day where he just sees the same things happening over. No, and over you're wrong. Plan the what's going to happen? You're wrong. It's just too easy. You're wrong. I just pictured Dale in his basement at night reading this on his iPad and getting frustrated and standing up, kicking his little feet around <laughs> and throwing that iPad back on the couch. And Do that thing where he shakes his head and he's like... <laughs> I, was ch- I was like angry laughing like Ben Stiller playing Tom Cruise in Celebrity Jeopardy in <laughs> SNL. The whole... T- I was about- <laughs> So I'm just going uh, through so the rest of my screenshots here. Go go through the screenshots and let's go through the Dale not likes. The- okay, how about when uh, <laughs> Nosos and Malia are talking after their brother has just died in the Bahamas? Uh, Malia, Nosos, she's probably going to come after you next. You know, because brother loved me. We effed one week hundreds of years ago, so... Well, she she's probably going to come that. after you. Fifty percent chance, but she's probably going to come after you. <laughs> he, because she just said she's I, probably going to come after you. You better hide. I'm fine in New York. She just said she, uh, he liked me more than you, and he knew what had happened. And of course, being a brother, you surmise that after several thousand years, that these brother and sisters had uh, carnal pleasures. Uh, I don't think at any point it gets less disgusting. No, so says, is that what you're going to do, Malia? No, I'm staying put. I'm talking about you. What? Why? Why just me? Zachros liked me more. So she won't. That's, so Dara won't come after me. That's obviously. a far cry from your quote a moment ago because we had sex. <laughs> a couple centuries Zachros ago. Zachros liked a week. me more. Zachros was inside me. He was my maternal <laughs> brother. He's, obviously, Zachros liked her more. Slim. Obviously. I can't believe their little. He Getaway made, only lasted a week. He made water. <laughs> oh, God. Inside. Inside. All right? 
is awful. That might have to get bleached. True that's sign. Just, true that's sign not, of that's liking. not even a metaphor. That's, that's not a even something <laughs> that, that, that could would be, be circle. If the brother wrote her, Divinity, I am so sorry <laughs> that you had to come on and hear that. Like the brother would have circled yes or no. She would. He would have circled yes. Do you like me? Yes, <laughs> sister. <laughs> I mean, that's what he was doing for several issues of this book. He was calling her up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Wait, what do you mean? You really want to have Thanksgiving together? Should we have Thanksgiving together? <laughs> yeah, it's like American Thanksgiving that's been around since for, for 200 years. No, we're, we're 4,000 years old. We're not even American. He was so excited to have Thanksgiving with... No, he not really Nosos. Was. He doesn't have to come, but just us two. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Huh? He's winking. Everyone listening on the podcast. Yeah, Molly. I can't tell if you're winking. Your eyebrows are just jumping off your face. Molly, you couldn't tell if he was winking yet either because it was just a cell phone call, but he was winking. Thanksgiving, Molly. So what about this book, as I turn to Amanda, my wife, what about this book drew you in compared to the other crap that I allegedly tried to get you to read? You do try to get me to read a lot of crap. Uh, what drew me into reading it was you saying, "No, you have to finish it." <laughs> right, our marriage. I didn't start. I didn't start liking it until I think it was like issue nine or ten, when um, the first guy that she had to fight, the water guy, um, when they were in the bathroom, and uh, she needed. She was trapped in there, and the god was like turning the water into ice, stabbing her, and. They knew that something was up and they felt the door and it was ice cold and they knew that she was trapped. So Julie breaks in with the sword and Dara's like, throw, yeah, throw yeah. the sword at me. <laughs> so she like chucks it into her chest and she's like, oops, sorry. Good, uh, yeah, good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, then she, leaves. <laughs> she runs away. And she she does little more than grunt every time. Like she just got <laughs> impaled by a sword. I mean, it might start healing right away, but it's got to yeah. hurt. Exactly yeah. when it happens, when her bottom jaw gets ripped off like something out of a horror movie. Yeah. I like in the end when you see everything coming undone, like her jaw falls off, her hand falls off, her legs fall off. She's got multiple stabs all over the place. Like, yeah. that oh, had to be God. painful. I thought that was a great ending, too. Like, she's yeah. been, she was unbeatable outside of gross, gruesome injuries that healed. She was unbeatable for the whole series, and then she finally has her revenge, and she goes... Spoilers. Everyone, spoilers, please. Just fast forward or read it. Spoilers. This is a show about... (laughs) (laughs) She goes home and goes back to where her family died, and she's been without the sword for a certain amount of time, so all her injuries are coming back. All her limbs are, like, detaching, and her jaw is coming off. I just thought that was an awesome ending where her body just falls apart again and that's where she she like crumples over into this dead corpse mass and even though it's so gruesome i thought it was an amazing gorgeous ending which is kind of crazy to say because then they show them all at the table they're yeah. all together that, again that was really beautiful because they yeah. i mean through all her, her flashbacks and stuff the family really did love each other a lot and it's like she was in elysium i think that's the heaven for crete but she was in elysium <laughs> Finally, it is him. <laughs> and uh, you know the family's getting ready to sit around the table and have dinner one last time, like she's coming home. Yeah, but and before that, she uh, pesky sword. Immediately when she beheads Nosos, the Earth Man, she thinks she can fly off and get rid of me. She can't hide for long. Hundreds of people must have seen her in the sky by now. Julie, check your phone for any updates. <laughs> it's been a half a second. Check your phone. Do you get? <laughs> oh, oh, got it. She's in New York now. Got it. Julie just found it because of her phone. Check your phone, Julie. I thought it was amazing that they didn't have any like underworld contacts after centuries that their entire information system was Google for <laughs> yes. sightings of her with the sword. And they, have, like, Google, they have Google alerts set for <laughs> just found a crazy sword that gives me superpowers. Like if anyone <laughs> says that, they get a ping on their email and then they're like, oh, crap, we found the sword. Thank I know. God, she I, tweeted it. How do you like, how do you like that? So uh, Malia and Demetrios like maybe haven't seen each other in a couple hundred years. She just sees him at the airport. She, that's well, how I mean, this kicks been, they were intimate for thousands of years. I know, but she you knows know that person. freckle, Dale. But she just sees him at the airport. 
if you were intimate for so- with someone for a thousand years, you don't think you'd recognize them at an airport a hundred years later? It just seems like so anticlimactic. Like that's how this whole adventure gets kicked off. Oh, God, Demetrius is just at the airport. We can get that. Yeah, let me now. ask a question. What would have made this story okay for you? <laughs> That's not my job to, fi- to figure out. I'm just, I'm just here to enjoy the story, Jonesy. It sounds like you. If, I, I always refer to Who bad movies you? as entertaining. So I think Dale was entertained by this book. It does, that's I, not to say he greatly enjoyed it. I think you were entertained I was. I was very entertained. I, I'm glad I actually f- went back and finished the whole thing. I um, I don't hate it. I And again, I really liked the revenge plot. Like I was... I was so peed off for Dara, and I wanted her to get hers too. And I'm okay that she died at the end. I mean, that was the the only way she would know peace is dying with, her, you know, to be with her family. I really liked. It. I was entertained by it. It's just, you know, some of the dialogue and the plot, what moved the plot forward were just too. You know, I could have I could have had a, a better time, with a better mm-hmm. written story, but alleged, alleged, yeah. What a show. What a book club. Anonymity. If you were going to be on a second time, you know, this is really oh. just early talks. What would your second book club pick be? I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Right now, I'm really into Swamp Thing. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Which? Which Alan one? Alan Morse. What? Yeah, I'm Man. on, um, I'm on, I'm a little more than halfway done the fourth volume. Man, can somebody just kill Mindy Ripperton right now? Commandy Ripperton? The Mini Ripperton? Mini Ripperton. Oh. I don't know what's happening. I'm trying many... to help your marriage. But I think, you don't uh, want to... no, it's beyond help. <laughs> How many books? I think there's, a... was there six Alan Moore Swamp Thing books in six. the app? Yeah. What happens when you run out? Uh, the New 52. Oh, boy. What if you start to go down the deep, dark Alan Moore mm. other I th- library I thought about book? it, but you scared me now. I did. Al- everything we've read Alan Moore has been wonderful. Well, she started you, you were reading one book and what what was what were, what did you text me that day? Uh I think it was the beginning of the fourth Swamp Thing and um I said that he he did really well writing sexism and racism. Like he he wow. really just wrote it really well. Mm-hmm. And apparently there might be a good reason for that. Well, he gets a little kooky <laughs> in the later years and I think we saw some of that kook when we started to read some, and jokingly, we poked fun at the stuff that we saw in Extraordinary Gentlemen, and I don't think we've ever read which I really girl. liked. Yeah, but there were like certain parts where I think we've done a few Alan Moore books, and there's just always a scene where some woman is getting sexually assaulted at some point. And I think oh yeah, one during, of the main characters in uh, in Extraordinary. I think it happens Gentlemen. like t- two or three times in one book that we read. And it was she, there was just like every issue opened up with her getting like attacked in an alleyway, but the other the girl's book is one of his more controversial books. We've never done we've never done that. I don't think any of us have read it. What's it called? Girls. No, I like I've never Luna read Brothers, it. Girls? Which is uh, also a Luna Brothers book. Yeah, <laughs> which is not very good. Oh really? Spoilers. Whoa. Spoilers. I think it's called Girls. Maybe it's uh, it's some. He did some book with a girl's title in it. If we can get the intern on it, that'd be great. Matt, are you listening, Matt H? Matt H, the intern. If you're, uh, if you could at reply, Jonesy loves beer right now. I think, judging by the now brighter whiteness on his face, <laughs> I think his I, iPhone six plus is on. Bluish tint. When so, it's like <laughs> when Smurf like face. It's like when Dara is at the top of Mount Doom with Justin <laughs> slash face Mount Doom. <laughs> And he just reveals himself after all that's been done. And he reveals himself. She audibly says, a part of me still wants to believe this is Justin being a jerk and playing a practical joke on me. How can you be Phaistos? You you had to audibly say that? Obviously, you're Phaistos. You're you're alive. Your your womb's not inside of you, but you're healed. You have two legs. You have two arms. You had to audibly say, I, I, I just want this to be a practical joke, this part. Yeah. No, there's, that's, I don't like their, their writing style like that. Like, they, they added so much that didn't need to be said. Style. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of text and a lot of scenes lot. between the, the, the brothers and the sister. I'm not going to lie. I may, may have skimmed over some of them the second time. Oh, sure. Wow. sure. Wow. She totally nailed it. We couldn't she totally nailed it. 
We've tailed all done it. it. Look at look at Jonesy. It's just, a t- just <laughs> subtly getting his jabs in tonight. He's he sees the end zone tonight, and he's just going in <laughs> full bore. So that was a sword. That's Adamity. Amanda. That's me. Amanda, if you, you want, you did a if you want job, her, Amanda. If you can't say Namidity. If you want your Twitter name, just check the show notes. Maybe I'm, I'll link it up or something. Who knows? The Sword by the Brothers Luna. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to, to you. you. R.I.P. Mark Farrington, Miss you, buddy. founding host of the Paper Keg, now dead. Uh, letters at paperkeg.com. If you want to shoot us a letter and have Jonesy try and read it, by all means. But he won't because he's a piece of crap, so he'll probably do a bad job. I think job. you've done the most self-trolling this episode. We, we've mm-hmm. barely done anything. I have anything. to. I have to jump in the driver's seat. It's like your psyche yeah, doesn't you know how to respond to not being <laughs> trolled, so you have to do it. <laughs> It's my second personality. Jonesy's uh, uh, Rembrandt shadow lighting is an upside-down triangle <laughs> on the back of his head right now because all the light is on the front of his head. Our first letter uh, is entitled Least Favorite Listener. Uh, it reads, Fellows, I just finished listening to your Three Shadows podcast, one of your best, Super Wing column, and I felt the need to write you a quick letter. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's crying. It's okay. Jo- it's okay. <laughs> Oh, 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 Jonesy's crying. Jonesy, the fact that you put up with this constant troll fest every week is amazing. My father always told me if someone pulls your leg, let it come off in their hands. Your comments, book choices, and synopsis are always interesting and entertaining. I don't always agree with you. Okay. But I am, but I am always (laughs) glad to hear what you have to say. Uh, if you are at least, uh, if you are least favorite host, then I am least favorite listener. I know trolling is a big part of the fun of the show, but let's spread it around, guys. Maybe at Niminity needs to come on to show Jonesy how to hit a slim troll out of the park. <laughs> we all know who shaves the barber. I don't know what that means, but with the <laughs> infrequency of text, smoke, Jonesy hates his like he hates the don't. people that are sticking up for him. <laughs> He hates him, man. <laughs> Dale, could you just finish this letter? Uh, I'm I can't, I'm not qualified to do it. If you could just jump in, could you get that? Uh, we all know who shaves the barber. I don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but with the in. infrequency of tech smoke, we and don't get to just hear swing that humiliation. big around while you're reading it too. Just get in there, the big <laughs> troll. Just swing it around like a hula hoop. Just get in <laughs> there. Take a bite. <laughs> Should I try and read the letter now? Should we pass it to? (laughs) (laughs) I heard something about tech smoke. Let's get back to that part of the letter. Uh, But with the infrequency of tech smoke, we don't get to hear Slim's humiliation as often as we like. Uh, Your fellow PlayStation uh, only player even gets a troll in at the end. Thank you. Uh, At very exciting on the Twitter. How is the, how is any of this a troll against you, Jonesy? He, he is absolutely in your corner, and you are reading it. Listen, you're seething. It's like beaten child syndrome. I don't even know. You throw a hand up, and I cringe in the corner. <laughs> he's telling you. He's sympathizing with you. He's saying, Jonesy, I have a PS Dale. He, I, I have don't a even, PlayStation Network account too. I don't even know anymore. Then... I don't even know anymore. You've beaten me to a pulp. Do you want to hear that? I cry myself to sleep every night. Is that what you would hear? Because I'll tell you. He's trying some of those Jude troll moves, moves to uh, reverse any sort of troll. Jonesy was the one that wrote into text mode about wearing that diaper, wasn't he? It might have you been. You went the bed. What diaper? What's that? Bed wetter. I mean, text you get drunk out. enough, you're going to wet any Text bed. smoke, I mean, listen. You know, if, scientifically. If, if we want to take a moment to just talk about text smoke, the hottest tech podcast in the land right now. Amanda and I look at the numbers every morning. And we just hug. Uh, so Amanda looks I do. Numbers. I we, even know your numbers, Jonesy. Sorry. Jesus. We hug. Moses. Wow. We hug and we get down on one knee and we pray about the numbers. So ch- check out Tech Smoke on uh, your podcast. And app. we're way more frequently than when we started. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, way. And uh, we got another letter, but uh, it's just uh, Aaron Jones, Jones at AJ1209 on the Twitter. He's recommending a 
Alan Moore podcast. So check this podcast out, fellows, if you can listen through the stutters and craziness. Mm. Whoa. I don't I think it's I don't think I'm gonna check out this podcast if it's got <laughs> stutters and craziness. But it's called the uh, Distraction Pieces Podcast. Alan Moore Distraction Pieces Podcast with Scroobius Pip. I oh mean, this boy. is... Is this Morning Zoo? Is this like Morning Zoo in Ireland? Uh, and they got Alan Moore to call in? What's happening? This sounds like some of that kooky like English humor. <laughs> what that sounds like. Like, uh, like what's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Never, never read it. Neither have I, but it's kooky. I can tell you that much. That's it. That's what a show. What a show. Maybe Amanda can stay for the fireside after the show. Maybe we can talk about what else she's reading. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Could spread, spread the good word. Amanda, I'd, I'd like to say that you, I'd, and it, for me personally, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> you, you did Tim. a wonderful job. Thank Same. you. I think we should have a, a fourth host again. I think you did a excellent job. What do you think, guys? Well, we'll, we'll is, talk about that uh, this another day. Programs are show live on air. <laughs> 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 Man, even that, even a compliment was uh, trolled against. If you guys we want, are just on it. If we want to, maybe we'll give Jonesy a free shot next week. Is no, I thanks, do believe guys. a Daredevil book club. None other than uh, Jonesy's favorite writer in all the land, Kevin Smith, okay. Guardian Devil. How's that a free shot? You guys are going to troll the S out of me every time I compliment the book. Jonesy's not even going to show up for the next show, but we'll see everybody next week. Amanda, I pass I'm it from my faltering hands. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our pilot. Good luck, guys. Say that we started out great. You know, we were given Jonesy. Jonesy was riding high. He was galloping on the troll stallion the whole show, mm-hmm. and then somehow it just took a turn. And I just, I just want to. He really did it to himself. He did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was the quicksand. It was mm-hmm. social quicksand. But let's let's get back to anonymity. You know, the real the highlight of this show. We did real quick. We just did, did get another letter hot uh-huh. in on the wire from a big friend of the show at Catcher. On the uh, Twitter, Drew, uh, he's doing all our logo work. If you have a podcast and you need a, a hot new logo, mm-hmm. he did every Paper Keg Radio Syndicate podcast artwork. Guy's amazing. Uh, just a, it's a real quick letter for, for Slim. It says, Uh-oh. "When are you cutting the letter, letter segment?" Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very very good question. You know, I. Every week I review the show. I review the show segments. Yeah. It's all up for grabs. Every, except for the book club it's, segment. It's like it's, you're hosting on eggshells when you host a, a podcast with Slim. He's always looking to streamline the show. How can, you know, we could, can, obviously how can we make the show better? But he is how just. How can the show be shorter? Yeah. How can the show. How can we liquidate anything about the show that is good? <laughs> In this world, I will cut a segment out of a podcast like it's nothing. I don't care. That's right. You you will. I mean, it's you know. <laughs> Jonesy is going into cocoon mode. He is not like, even near his microphone. He's counting the minutes. We have another podcast to do tonight, Jonesy. You need to better. You got to shape up. Like he's scared that anything I'll say will be. It was like a wormhole chum. implosion. Like he just he went, he's like Ash from the original Alien. He just like his head's off. And he's just like twitching, and he starts to troll himself. And then eventually that starts sucking us back in to troll him. Like it's just like imploding <laughs> troll. You're right. It is all my fault. There's You're the right, troll yeah. gravity yeah. has sucked us in. And at no point could you two even control yourselves. It was impossible. He's like turning fan letters into troll letters. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
What a show. What a show. Dynamite show. Jonesy's back in front of the mic. We can get back on with the fireside. <laughs> What's the, uh, what are the top three books you're reading right now and why? Add amenity. Um, do you want to talk, how, talk about how you deleted some of my books? <sighs> God. Because we can get into that right now. Could we? She's got this old Nexus 7 tablet complaining about how slow it is. It's and really nothing bad. will download. It had like 200 megs on it. So I. He thought got, he was doing me a favor by uh, storing up some space for me. I got tired of your incessant complaining about how you don't have any room. So I was like, all right, let me delete some stuff. She got like 30 series on this iPad downloaded. So I was like, okay, that doesn't have a new marker. I'll delete that. I know she just read the most recent issue of that. I'll delete that. Thought I was in the clear, but no, I haven't. Heard, no. I haven't stopped hearing about it for like the last two weeks because I keep remembering books that you deleted. See, I like to keep the last issue so that when the new, if it's a monthly book, like I forget a lot. So I like to read the previous issue and then the new issue. So I really read everything twice. Wow. Um, so he, you know, deleted a lot of those. Oh God! Yeah. Never uh, rub another man's rhubarb, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Age old proverb. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I have a lot of books on here. There's, I'm reading a lot. Um, definitely Swamp Thing. Definitely Low. I'm keeping up with. Oh yeah. Um. Did you read the newest issue of Outcast? It came out today. I didn't. I had to finish the sword. Saga. I'm um, definitely keeping up with. Sex Criminals. Um, She-Hulk, I didn't get to read the new one. Man, just read all these books, man. Uh, Supreme Blue Rose. I'm going to wait a couple issues for that, though, because you can't read that with a month in between. That's true. I'd agree with that, yeah. Never would I have ever expected you to say what you just said out loud. You can't read that with a month in between. Which like, is? Six months man. ago is a sentence that I would have been scoffed at. I would have been sleeping on the couch. Yeah. I told you, it was, we- it was weird a couple th- months ago when I said to you, I think I really love Swamp Thing. That was right. weird. Really weird. Um, so, <clears throat> superhero books? Let's I don't know. Um, I can't... <clears throat> I can't really... Like, if I can't relate to the character, I don't care. I just don't care. Even though there might be some, like, emotional backstory, like, they're still off saving the world. It's not really anything that I can do. Or want to do, hmm. and uh, and it's also with superhero books. It's it's really intimidating to get into them as a new reader because there's so much backstory that I will never know. So like knowing that Matt's favorite book, Matt's favorite character is Wolverine, I was like, oh, he's dying or something. Maybe I should <laughs> read that. So I knew it was going to be a big thing, and I wanted to read it. And the first issue, we agreed, like, oh, this is a good, you know, I can follow this. But the second issue. There was so much stuff thrown in there. I was like, he had to answer a lot of questions for me. And it's just very intimidating to, like, um, but that, everyone's all about the new, like, the Thor chick. But, like, everyone's like, oh, who is she? Who is she? So I could get into it. But once we find out who it is, I'm going to be like, who's that? I don't know. That's not a surprise. It's not fun for me. Hmm. That's, um, Wow. Just took Thor's hammer and slammed it. Uh, did you read? Uh, <laughs> did you read Jason Aaron's Thor run? It's pretty recent. No, no. I think that's that's a big deep dive. That title. Like, tell we you what, love though. that, but that like, that seems. I'm not sure if you'd like it. I don't no. know. Yeah, he did get me into. Uh, I did read Dimension Z, and I did really like that because the way it started out, it wasn't very superhero-y. It was very, um, he, he said, it's like Fear Agent, but with Captain America. And it really was. But then once they got spoilers, once I got out of Dimension Z, it, um, I, I kind of got lost on me a little bit, but I still followed it through to the end. But um, I'm still keeping up with the, what is it, the Infinite Comics. Yeah, you like the new Cap Falcon Infinite comic. I do, hmm. yeah. Why, I, do you, I, why do you think you like that? I like the villain. I like Scarecrow. The Scarecrow? Yeah. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. I, he's he see like like plus you also like that guy to be native format. Too. I do. I really like that. Um, but he's an actual like fearful character. Like I don't know, like the Joker, the Riddler. That's stupid to me. I just that's nothing. But this is something that like 
could be in a horror movie or something. So that appeals to me. Hmm. And cool. there's a lot of like witty repartee <sighs> with those two. Well, not like in well superhero comics in general, but that in, that guided view native C- Captain America series kind of has it. There's a little bit. Did you read the new first issue that came out today? No. The official first issue? I didn't. Hmm. I did not. Hmm. Like there was, I, you know, there's things I would just say to try to convince you, but I'm not, you know, if you're not into them, you're not into superhero books. That's just the way it is. Like, I mean, I'm, it's, I, I really like a, most of the creator owned comics that I've read. I really like, but there's a few superhero books that I started that I do like, and there's more that I don't. Mm-hmm. So well, you talked about Swamp Thing. He said, I think we were watching the flash and you like, you took your pants off and just took a squat all over that show. I did. Totally did. But you referenced <laughs> why you don't like it and why you like Swamp Thing because Swamp Thing, the character, is unlike any superhero. It's not like his parents died and he's fighting crime in the city. Right. Like, he's the opposite of most superhero characters. You can you can really transpose any other superhero into the story of The Flash. Oh, my parents are dead. Oh, there's someone that raised me that I need to look out for. Like, it's just, it's, I don't, I've yet to read an original superhero story. So, and Swamp Thing is very original. Plus, I think we, as, like, myself as a comic creator, are probably still doing a disservice. There's probably, I mean, there's, like, 50 years worth of Flash stories out there that I've only read 0.01% of. And there's probably a story that you would love for all those characters. But the problem is you just got to have to, you just have to want to take a chance. And Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, chances are, if you're kind of not, you're just on the edge of liking it anyway, there's a chance you won't like whatever you read. So it's like you really got to take a chance and want to stick it out. Right. Even, even on like a new superhero, you're just going to assume it's the same stuff. Like I really, I wanted to get into Wonder Woman. So I, I just kind of, I totally choose a book by its cover. That's how I decide what I'm going to read. And I think I started with the new 52, hoping that I could get into that. But they throw so much at you so quickly that it's really hard mm. to keep up like they just i thought the first eight issues were great they introduced so many people and i couldn't i couldn't keep track of it so but then i listened to the comicsologist and kara recommended the sensation comics yeah so i'm gonna try that <laughs> give it a shot hmm. I mean. hmm. yeah i think i the one when we're watching the flash I talked about how pretty much the only other Flash story I'd read was the one that was for Mark's last show, which was at the return of Barry Allen or Wally West or whatever. And that was really good. Yeah, that was good. And and you do have to... The problem is, I guess, I mean, we have a we we don't know that much about the DCU, the three of us, but we know Jay Garrick is the old Flash from the JSA. And so he's he's in it, but it's an enjoyable... Uh, it's an enjoyable read, but she might not. She might even get less out of it than we did. Mm-hmm. But it's a good. If it's written good, then um, it doesn't matter who you could plug in as the hero because the story's so good. But that's you know that's I guess that's so few and far between. Right. If you don't have any sort of affinity to the character, if you're trying like, to force yourself to like a character, like the Killing Joke, I guess for Batman would be one that I would ask you to try. Like that's a timeless. Oh, that's um, Alan Moore. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like considered the quintessential Batman story. It's a Joker Batman story. That's the one where Joker shoots Barbara Gordon in the back. She, she's Batgirl, but mm-hmm. then he paralyzes her. So she's attached to a wheelchair for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. So that's a story where like something actually happened that stuck. Plus there was some creepy stuff. He like took pictures of her when she was like, you have to read it. Alan Moore is creepy. He really, he's really creepy, Which and actually, I love it. That original yeah, version, goes, I think, he goes, was He just edited. goes places, and it's... He does. It's cool that he's just... I mean, it's it's a creative mind. It might be in a, in the creepy realm, but it's creative enough to... It's not hasn't been done, and only he yeah. does it. Even if it goes into realms of things, you might not... You might... You could find distasteful. I like where he goes, because it's just so creative. Yeah, like, he talks about... He does uh, vampires, which I... I don't I'm not into vampires, but he does such a weird twist on it that I I really dig it. We should add um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen to your list because that's not like superhero. 
it's all like public domain characters. Um, but it is about are, a lot of women hating. Right. So that'll like fast forward you, you know, several decades into his writing uh, career. But it's not superheroes. It's like, you know, there's, there's um, Jekyll and Hyde is one character on the team. Uh, Alan Quatermain. What are some other members that isn't? Isn't there a vampire the on that team? Invisible Man. Yeah, the Invisible Man is on the team. So he and, takes uh, characters that are public domain and he adds them to a t- uh, like a team that fights bad guys. And it's it's really well done. And their parents are killed and they have to watch out for somebody. <laughs> Some family member raises them and they right. take them under their wing. Listen, and that, that last scene... Have in- a heartfelt discussion about how... We were all struck by that lightning. That last episode, the scene <laughs> where the, the the cop dad and Flash was pretty great. Ugh, it's it's not original. It's overdone. Doesn't matter. It was so well done. I think that lightning bolt chose you. <laughs> I thought it was well done. Whatever. Agree to disagree. It's hard to tell you that the Flash show is so light years ahead of any other superhero TV that's ever been done, and you still think it's just total garbage. Have you ever watched the old Flash show at Nominity? No. If you want to get that cider and vodka down quicker, you watch that. (laughs) (laughs) We we watched, maybe no one has heard the story, but we watched the Flash TV series DVDs. We made a drinking game out of it. Google Mm. Flash TV series drinking game. And we did it with someone. They almost died. He was was ill at the end of the game. And we'd only watched uh, like two hours worth of shows. And the rules are so accurate, it's frightening. Yeah, you got to just Google that and have yourself a great weekend. Just make sure someone is with you. You can't but, do it by yourself. Was he? I mean, what did he choose? Hard liquor to get off on the get go, or was he having drink beer? No, I don't. I don't know. think. Uh, I don't think that was the case. I just think the rules got too much for him. The just rules, beer. The wow. rules. The the Flash TV series drinking game could kill you. You have to do it with someone that's sober. They have to watch you. Hopefully, it to make sure you don't nurse. overdo it. John Wesley Shipp's chesticles could kill that you. That was a rule. What, yeah. were, what were some of the rules? Like ship cleave, where he would have more buttons undone than the female opposite him in any yeah. given scene? Yeah. There, I mean, you just have to just look it up. It'll be one of those amazing nights of your life, if you remember it. What a show. Any Great final show. thoughts, Amanda, on your paper keg experience? Uh, it was weird. <laughs> 